The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, we made it to Friday again. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, September 3rd, 2021, Friday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Gregory, the great Pope and doctor of the church. He was born in 540 and once ordained a priest, Gregory became one of the Pope's seven deacons. He also served six years in the East as papal representative in Constantinople. He was recalled to become abbot, but at the age of 50 was elected Pope. Gregory was direct and firm. He removed unworthy priests from office for bad taking money for many services, emptied the papal treasury to ransom prisoners of the Lombards, and to care for the persecuted Jews and the victims of plague and famine. He's known for his reform of the liturgy and for strengthening respect for doctrine. His book, Pastoral Care, on the duties and qualities of a bishop, was read for centuries after his death which occurred in 604. St. Gregory the Great, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace always be with me and all my dear ones. Amen. Along with Pope Francis, we pray that we will all make courageous choices for a simple and environmentally sustainable lifestyle, rejoicing in our young people who are resolutely committed to this. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. After many months spent in our homes during the pandemic, probably many of us have grown more comfortable entertaining ourselves at home, like watching films, movies, or a series on streaming services. Some of us would have our favorite television show category, from mystery television shows and dramas and even makeover shows. I realize that there are lots of uh, addictive makeover TV shows from home makeovers to lifestyle makeovers and style makeovers. Admittedly, some shows have questionable ideas, but some shows focus on the outside transformation as much as the inside. So given the chance to watch those shows, I don't know if any of us would ever think about how he or she would change himself or herself. Like maybe to be inspired to have a tummy flattening 
or a hair makeover or a nose enhancement or cellulite suction or even a dental work. The difference can be great, but the question is, for how long? By contrast, when the Holy Spirit changes us, His changes are permanent. When we allow our Lord to make us new, we become a new creation. And that happens for free, of course, with our cooperation. When we become a new creation, that means what we become is not subject to decay or to destruction. What is not fresh is made fresh and it stays fresh. What is not attractive becomes beautiful and it stays beautiful. What is unwanted becomes wanted and is always wanted. As St. Paul reminds us, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. So we need the grace to be able to look at things in a new way. We need the grace to transform us into new creatures. This is what we can ask from our Lord as we reflect on His words in today's Gospel. Today's Gospel where we see Jesus at the meal with Matthew and his friends. Of course, Jesus was not eating and drinking in big banquets every day. The banquet where we find him in today's Gospel is uh, in the context of the celebration of the calling of Matthew. A publican who collected taxes from the Jews. So from his collection, he had to give a certain amount to the Roman conquerors of the Jews and probably the remainder he kept for himself. That's why publicans were considered among the worst people in Jewish society. So Matthew was a publican, but Jesus took notice of him and he said to him, You follow me. That is to say, come be my disciple. So Matthew got up and followed our Lord and invited him to his home and prepared a banquet for him. So imagine how that banquet must have been like, considering the wealth of Matthew. Now Jesus is in that banquet with his disciples who are also eating and drinking and enjoying a lot because with all the work that they were doing, they must have been really hungry. They were celebrating with Jesus and looking at the newly converted Matthew. But then the scribes and the Pharisees, they have come along to scrutinize Jesus and his followers. Suspicious that uh, the teachings of Jesus were not in agreement with the practices that they were used to. So they accused Jesus, telling him that he and his followers are not following their traditions of fasting. The answer of Jesus is simple. He said, there is a time and a place for both fasting and feasting. Furthermore, he offers them a new understanding of their religion by telling them, no one tears a piece from a new garment and sews it on an old garment. Otherwise, the new will be, will be torn and the piece from the new will not match the old. I thought that that could also apply to us because sometimes we try to patch up the holes in our lives when what is really needed is a deeper change. That is why we pray so that Jesus can tell us what needs changing in our life. Let's listen to him. 
is allow him to direct us. Going a little further in the gospel, Jesus also says, No one puts new wineskin or new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and will be spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. New wine must be put into fresh wineskins. I notice that the word new comes up several times in this gospel because that is really what happens where Jesus is present. There is newness. There is transformation. With the coming of Jesus, everything is now new. With him, every day is a new day, even if perhaps for some of us, we are still in a lockdown because of the COVID pandemic. But today, Lord, we ask you to give a new shape to our lives. We know that you do not want us to be a patchwork of old habits and of half-hearted efforts to change for the better. But for this change to happen, Lord, we cannot just count on our willpower, of which at times we have very little. You know how much we want to be made new. Help us, Lord, to let go of those habits and those practices that make us old on the inside those stubborn defects and obsessions that hold us back from being the new creatures that you want us to be. Give us new wineskins, Lord, because the old wineskins can never hold the abundance of newness, of transformation that you pour out to us on every new day that dawns. So we ask you, Lord Jesus, for flexibility of heart and mind so that we can open ourselves to the challenges that come every day. With your help, we want to leave behind what St. Paul called the old self so that we can be new creatures in you, Jesus. It's difficult to break from uh, the sinful habits of our old self from the old wine, which is what we're used to. And it's much easier to let our hearts grow old, to grow hard. But we realize that the new wineskins are needed so that we can continue to accept the love of Christ, so that we can learn new ways to love others, especially those who don't love back. New ways to reach out to others, including those who won't forgive us. Then, our Lord can transform our hearts into elastic wineskins capable of receiving good wine. The good wine of interior renewal. The good wine of a new experience of life. So as we pray about this now, looking for areas in our lives where we need to be transformed, where we need to be renewed. We welcome your presence, Lord, because your presence frees us and makes us more flexible. Flexible, perhaps, to deal with the person that we find difficult to deal with, or flexible in the frustrations and the small annoyances of each day. And as we conclude this uh, short time of prayer, 
we ask our Mother Mary's intercession that she may preserve us in our Lord's presence, our Lord's presence which gives us joy, which always provides for us, just like in that other banquet of the wedding feast in Cana. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour. We'll pray the Liturgy of the Hours in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak. On the memorial of St. Gregory the Great, Pope and Doctor of the Church, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin the liturgical day joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. 
Although they had seen all of my works, come let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray. And they do not know my ways, so I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Punish me. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, do do not punish me. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, There is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, do do not punish me. me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. 
All my body is sick, spent, and utterly crushed. I cry aloud in anguish of heart. Oh, Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light is gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon abandon me, for for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help, O Lord. My God, my Savior. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I I confess confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for for you are my Savior. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, See, I will restore the tents of Jacob, his dwellings I will pity. City shall be rebuilt upon hill, and palace restored as it was. From them will resound songs of praise, the laughter of happy men. I will make them not few, but many. They will not be tiny, for I will glorify them. His son shall be as of old, his assembly before me shall stand firm. 
I will punish all his oppressors. His leader shall be one of his own, and his ruler shall come from his kin. When I summon him, he shall approach me. How else should one take the deadly risk of approaching me, says the Lord? You shall be my people, and I will be your God. See the storm of the Lord. His wrath breaks forth in a whirling storm that bursts upon the heads of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not abate until he has done and fulfilled what he has determined in his heart. When the time comes, you will fully understand. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the tribes of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, The people that escaped the sword have found favor in the desert. As Israel comes forward to be given his rest, the Lord appears to him from afar. With age-old love I have loved you, so I have kept my mercy toward you. Again I will restore you, and you shall be rebuilt, O virgin Israel. Carrying your festive tambourines, you shall go forth dancing with the merrymakers. Again you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. Those who plant them shall enjoy the fruits. Yes, a day will come when the watchman will call out on Mount Ephraim, Rise up, let us go to Zion, to the Lord our God. For thus says the Lord, Shout with joy for Jacob, exult at the head of the nations, proclaim your praise and say, The Lord has delivered his people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them back from the land of the north. I will gather them from the ends of the world, with the blind and the lame in their midst. The mothers and those with child, they shall return as an immense throng. They departed in tears, but I will console them and guide them. I will lead them to brooks of water on a level road, so that none shall stumble. For I am a father to Israel. Ephraim is my firstborn. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. A day is coming when the watchmen will shout, Rise up, let us go to Zion, to the Lord our God. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Rise up, let us go to Zion, to the Lord our God. From a homily on Ezekiel by St. Gregory the Great, Pope. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Note that a man whom the Lord sends forth as a preacher is called a watchman. A watchman always stands on a height so he can see from afar what is coming. Anyone appointed to be a watchman for the people must stand on a height for all his life to help them by his foresight. How hard it is for me to say this, for by these very words I denounce myself. I cannot preach with any competence, and yet insofar as I do succeed, still I myself do not live my life according to my own preaching. 
I do not re- deny my responsibility. I recognize that I'm slothful and negligent. But perhaps the acknowledgement of my fault will win me pardon from my just judge. Indeed, when I was in the monastery, I could curb my idle talk and usually be absorbed in my prayers. Since I assumed the burden of pastoral care, my mind can no longer be collected. It is concerned with so many matters. I'm forced to consider the affairs of the church and of the monasteries. I must weigh the lives and acts of individuals. I'm responsible for the concerns of our citizens. I must worry about the invasions of roving bands of barbarians and be aware of the wolves who lie in wait for my flock. I must become an administrator, lest the religious go and want. I must put up with certain robbers without losing patience, and at times I must deal with them in all charity. With my mind divided and torn to pieces by so many problems, how can I meditate or preach wholeheartedly without neglecting the ministry of proclaiming the gospel? Moreover, in my position, I must often communicate with worldly men. At times I let my tongue run, for if I am always severe in my judgments, the worldly will avoid me and I can never attract them as I would. As a result, I often listen patiently to chatter, and because I too am weak, I find myself drawn little by little into idle conversation, and I begin to talk freely about matters which once I would have avoided. What once I found tedious, I now enjoy. So who am I to be a watchman for? I do not stand on the mountain of action, but lie down in the valley of weakness. Truly, the all-powerful creator and redeemer of mankind can give me, in spite of my weaknesses, a higher life and effective speech. Because I love him, I do not spare myself in speaking of him. He drew his moral and mystical teaching from the source of Holy Scripture. Through him, the life-giving streams of the gospel flowed out to all nations. Though he is dead, he still speaks to us today. As a soaring eagle sees all the earth below, so he cares for both the great and small with his all-embracing charity. Though he is dead, he still speaks to us today. O God, who care for your people with gentleness and rule them in love, through the intercession of Pope St. Gregory, endow, we pray, with a spirit of wisdom, those to whom you have given authority to govern, that the flourishing of a holy flock may become the eternal joy of the shepherds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, September 3rd, 2021, the memorial of Pope St. Gregory the Great. I'm Paul Sadek. 
In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the scribes and Pharisees ask the Lord a question about fasting and praying. Of course, they never really wanted to learn. They were trying to trick him. But the Lord responds with the image of a wedding feast. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. The disciples of John fast often and offer prayers, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees. But yours eat and drink. Can you make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. No one tears a piece from a new garment and puts it upon an old garment. If he does, he will tear the new, and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins, and no one after drinking old wine desires new, for he says, the old is good. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the image of a wedding or a wedding feast is used a lot in Scripture. It's something that most of us are familiar with, and it has a lot of symbolism to it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. After the banquet which Matthew offered our Lord and his friends on the occasion of his calling, some of the Jews came to Jesus and asked him why his disciples did not fast as the Pharisees and John's disciples did. And Jesus answered them, can you make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom was with them? In an explicit reference to the death he was to suffer, he tells them that the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. Among the Jews, the bridegroom would be accompanied by some young men of his own age, his friends, like a guard of honor. They were called the friends of the bridegroom and their mission was to honor the person getting married, to join in his rejoicing, to take part in a special way in the celebrations that were held to mark the wedding. The wedding imagery appears frequently in sacred scripture to express the relationship between God and his people. The new covenant of the Messiah with his new people, the church, is also described using this same imagery. John the Baptist referred to Christ as the bridegroom and to himself as the friend of the bridegroom. Jesus describes his followers as his intimate friends, the friends of the bridegroom. We have been invited to participate more intimately in the joy of the wedding banquet, which is a figure of the boundless happiness of the kingdom of heaven. On many occasions, our Lord honored his followers by describing them as his friends. One day the master, stretching out his hand over his disciples, pronounced these consoling words. Behold, my mother and brethren. And he taught us that those who believe and follow him with deeds, whoever does the will of my Father in heaven, occupy in his heart a place of privilege and are united to him with bonds that are stronger than those of blood. 
In the discourse at the Last Supper, he tells them, in tones of endearing simplicity and sincerity, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. Our Lord offers himself as an example of genuine and unreserved friendship, attracting everybody with great tenderness and affection. As St. Bernard puts it so well, at that moment he allowed all the tenderness of his heart to escape. He opened his soul completely, and from it there arose a most fragrant perfume, the perfume of a beautiful soul, of a generous and noble heart and he became a faithful and self-effacing friend to all. From him there came that power of attraction that St. Jerome compared to that of a powerful magnet. Jesus calls us his friends. He teaches us to receive everybody, to constantly extend and develop our capacity to make friends. We learn to do this only if we confidently open our heart to him in prayerful intimacy. For this world of ours to set its course in a Christian direction, which is the only one worthwhile, we have to exercise a loyal friendship with all men based on a prior loyal friendship with God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 minutes before the hour. Time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, You alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. 
O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him, where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones, my legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exalt in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem, 
Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost by gashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. Oh, praise praise the the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. A reading from the Book of Wisdom Simply I learn about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God. To whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the church tell forth the wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Gregory, an outstanding pastor of the church, has left us a splendid example and rule of life, a guide for all who shepherd God's people. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Gregory, an outstanding pastor of the Church, has left us a splendid example and rule of life, a guide for all who shepherd God's people. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down His life for His sheep. Let us praise and thank Him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who care for your people with gentleness and rule them in love, through the intercession of Pope St. Gregory, endow, we pray, with a spirit of wisdom, those to whom you have given authority to govern, that the flourishing of a holy flock may become the eternal joy of the shepherds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The weekend is right around the corner. Keep it holy. Morning air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.